Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome to uh, Swirl Rams with Johnny Boxer. We're back again after um, having a week off last week because basically I got drunk and I forgot to ring Johnny. So I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's a week hangover. It is a week hangover. I'm just starting to get, come good right? now. Hey, I'm just starting to good. come good now. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, mate? It's been two, two weeks since we spoke to you, mate. How have you been? No, I've been good, mate. I'm, I'm you know, 100%. I'm healthy, handsome, and still got me leaking plaster. Yeah? <laughs> so you're still getting around <laughs> yeah, in the good. wheelchair, annoying everyone? Mate, don't be stupid. I don't know, I don't know how to wheelchair. I've got a motorised pair of legs. <laughs> Righty, only the best will do, I guess. Yeah, only the best will do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, they haven't, um, they haven't stopped the questions coming for you. So our first one is from yep. uh, Steph out at Kaminia. He says, um, right, yep. I listened to your cover song last week, and I'd like to know which heavy metal song you think you'd cover if you had to do one. Okay. Um, yeah, no good question. You know which one I'd think is... Um, no, 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 no. Um, which was the first one that I thought of? The... Um, um, no, merry go bye bye, right? That'd yeah. be the one that I want to do. I've never heard like of that Mike one. Who, who's, who's that? Mike Patton. Mike Patton. Bungle. There you go. I should fucking know that. Yeah, of course you should. You know, so that'd be that'd be me doing that. That'd be the next cover, if I think. Yeah. So do you reckon you'll um you might have that done for us in the next, in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, mate. I reckon we'll have the one done this week. So uh, we'll have to we'll set it up to you can play it if you want. But you know, I've got to just get that growl right. You know that, that you know that heavy metal thing. You know? Yeah, some <laughs> some of them are unreal the way they do it, aren't they? Oh, mate, it's awesome. So I'm just I'm aspiring to that now. And you know that I'm busy on a set of fat pieces, so I can growl as much as I like there. <laughs> You're supposed to growl there. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Incidentally, too, did you see the um the notification went out today that Guns and Roses have announced a tour for November next year of Australia. Is that right? Oh, cool. You know, I rated for them when they come to Australia last time, New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. So I hope we get a call up. Um, I won't be able to do it. Of well, you can from your motorised scooter, I guess. <laughs> no, yeah, I can, but you know, but I can supervise. You know, I can just sort of zip around the, 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 the complex and just super, supervise. You know, I in think a super, superhuman being kind of way. You probably earned the right to be supervised now, anyway, brother. I reckon. I think so too. I've, I've earned my stripes. <laughs> Speaking of stripes, mate, um, James from Perth wants to know what movies yep. other than Fat Pizza have you been in? Well, you know, give me give me a few. A Son of a Gun with Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah? I played play the Hitman, Son of a Gun. Good Australian film. They like it to two hands. It's a jail film. And I play the Hitman. I come in the last 20 minutes and I mix things up. And it's a good twist. So check that one out. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix at the moment. Um, I've done The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. No, that was going to be one of your other questions, wasn't it? So oh, I well, now, now you've mentioned point. Leonardo DiCaprio. We'll come back to it, but I'm sure you've got a few other movies to run through first. Yes, um, uh, Police Rescue. I, I've done uh, Cody, The Tip-Off. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the working title was called Fifth. That was with Sam Worthington. I played a bank robber, believe it or not, and uh, Sam Worthington and Steve were standing with the detectives, and they're hiding, shooting their guns over their heads, saying, fuck, this gun's a, he's a motherfucker. We can't deal with this. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Well, Fink, or the working title was Fink, and uh, sold to the US and the UK as pros and ex-cons. Right. Um, Another one, um, I was on theatre, I did theatre, it was my first, my first love, but I, then I realised that they were too up, up and coming, you know, highbrow for me. <laughs> so you copped them real quick. Well, you know, when they're drinking champagne afterwards, they thought, because I was, you know, I was all muscle, and they, they were asking me questions where they found me, it was in a gym, and I just took offence to that, so I, instead of belting them, I just walked out. <laughs> Good man. But, um. So yeah, I've done underbellies, I've done three underbellies, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, um, they, were, they were lots of fun because it was sort of close to, to you know, my real real life truth, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where I cut my teeth, you know, the cross, you know, the, all that um, carry on, you know, back in the day. So how, how factual were they, mate? Like someone someone who was there when it happened and someone who acted in it, how factual was all that stuff in, in the underbellies? Were they, they fair? They, 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 they were very, very factual because they... they pride themselves on on um, getting detail and and facts to a T. I guess the only problem would have been getting someone that could actually play those characters. And when they got me, they got someone that actually talked the talk, that someone that walked the walk, and someone that could you know could spin them on the head if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So um, so I, I did three underbellies, as a matter of fact. Jeez, oh, what, what character did you play in that? I played Mud the Bikey in Badness. Um, I uh, played Mick Gatto in the, uh, Families of Crime, which was the first one, the original one, uh, where I shot uh, Betty Veneman in the head and the neck. Alleg- oh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Sorry. You know, I just speak off the top of my head or, you know, off the cuff. <laughs> That's but, why I'm here, mate. That's uh, why I'm here to set records straight. I <laughs> know. Oh, no, so that was the first one. Uh, I did uh, Badness, which was probably the better one of the two, where I played Mother Bikey. It was integral. Um, turn over for the Parish Brothers, the ones that are out um, doing business out right out of Levington. And so I've done the, the other one. I've forgotten the name of it, but, you know, you can check it out. I've done three of them. So yeah. what else have I done? Oh, I did, I did, a, did a zombie film um, <laughs> called... It's called The Ancient Ride of Corey McGillis. Now, this is one you want to check out because it won the International Film Festival in Germany... And I played a zombie, believe it or not. Right. you got to see how I played the zombie like none other. The mask that I had on, I wore for 12 hours a day. It was Jeez. stuck in every piece of my face. So that every movement I made was realistic. you got to check it out. It's actually pretty damn good. Mm. And um, it's a 40-minute film, short film for the international festivals. And it did well at one, actually. So. so what sort of research would you do to play a zombie, mate? Well, um, I guess you've just got to numb your brain. That was very well. I, so when I had the mask on, they used to feed me. I drank beer back then. And uh, so they used to feed me beer through a straw <laughs> while I was preparing my lines and, and carrying on. But I guess, you know, I've never seen a zombie film, so I did it my own way. And for some reason, I hit the mark, not knowing too much about zombies or films and blah, blah, blah. But you check it out yourself, and I think it's a very well done film, and uh, lots of gore. You should see the blood. When I, when I attack, the, the blood that, that happens is just phenomenal. 
Right up my alley, brother. <laughs> it is. It is. Man, I love blood, you know, on special films, you know, special <laughs> effects and all that. <laughs> yeah. So one thing we're going to start doing from this week is like, because uh, I sort of, I know a little bit about your back history, so if people come up with yeah. a question that sort of leads me into another question, I'm going to throw it in if you don't mind. Mate, that's, you do whatever you wish because this is now becoming a bit of a powerhouse, right? So we start from foundations and now we're building the columns. Beautiful. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, let's, let's hope this doesn't shake the column down a bit because they're asking you about your other movies and you mentioned The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio and I remember from a conversation yeah. I had with you one night that there's quite a funny story about you and old Leo. Yeah, yeah, Leo and I. It's, it's funny. Because I read for, um, for uh, The Great Gatsby, walked into the Fox Studios and, and there was number to probably 20 and there was five Americans. Anyway, I just had two beers at lunch, which is highly illegal in Fox Studios and <laughs> special production. So when I walked in, I've seen one suit bacon. So I thought, I'm dying for a piss, I'll have to go. Well, um, I walked into the, into the branch to get back. And um, <laughs> anyway, you know, things that go and they shouldn't. Anyway, so I walked out and uh, ignored what I saw. <laughs> I've got up and so they've got a standard audience at hundred hundred people watching and the mics are really coming from the from the um, from the roof. So I got up and spoke my lines to Leo, because my lines were to Leo directly at him and spoke in a deep voice and meant what I said. Well everyone sit back and ooh, you know, so it was going, anyway. <laughs> so as as a result of that, Leo followed me around. And I, unbeknownst to me, Leo kept checking me out and following me around because my name was down at the bottom of the list as a, as a character. But so many people were talking about me that he actually got his, his nose out of joint and got a bit intimidated, right? Right. So, so he, I see him peering through windows and, you know, everywhere I went, he was checking me out. Anyway, so I didn't see him again until Baz Levin's 50th birthday, which was at Iona at, um, in Darling, at a big mansion. Johnny Box had come to the river and brought me, brought me daughter Ashley, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Ashley and her uh, mum drove me. So what happened was I walked in and Baslam's on the stairs, you know, in his, in his nature, and, you know, fleeing boy and blah, blah, blah. So I walked up and said, um, I said, Baslam, and Johnny Boxer didn't know what to buy you for a birthday present. And I got a tattoo of me with a shotgun on my right arm. And uh, from, from a film I did, another film. And so I said, my birthday goes with a massive big bang, and I think I'm on the nuts. <laughs> oh, we've lost you again. Hang on, mate, we just lost you. Hang on, if you can hear me, bud, we've lost you. My hand is like you hear me now? Hang on, yeah, the last bit we got was uh, you grabbed him by the nuts. <laughs> okay, so after that, he grabbed, he grabbed me my hand by two hands, smouldering eyes, and then out of the bleachers comes Leo going, Hey, Johnny, you're playing, mate. I said, I haven't finished yet, mate. <laughs> so he stopped me and said, his tracks. And everyone that was sitting there with canapes and champagnes said, Did Johnny Boxer just tell Leo the Cabrera to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> So we stopped and Bigger tells me he waited until I finished, you know, because I only just read it, Baz. And he, so he walked up and said, Hey, Johnny, he said, You're playing my villain, right? I said, Too right. 
So Leo's not the um, he's not the staunch man we least led to believe. He's actually got a photo right. or a tattoo of Johnny Boxer on his left bum cheek. Yes, he has it across his chest. <laughs> <laughs> As he should. No, he, he, he was actually fascinated with you know the way I spoke and the way I was what is my free nature. Uh, carry on, right? And uh, oh, I just there was a whole lot that happened, you know, on the night and other other days on set, blah blah blah. That are interesting, but you know, without saying too much, it was just a nice, nice chap, great actor, uh, highly revered in the industry, uh, commands big money. But he was here for about eight weeks, he wasn't happy staying here because he had to go back for something. But um, we chatted, you know, uh, you know, at lunch and blah blah blah. So it was like me and Leo hanging out, I'm like the bottom of the list, at the bottom of the barrel, and he's like the top of the top of the gangster list, you know, in the, in the Gatsby mansion. So, right, very cool, yeah, we had a bit of fun. very cool story. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was cool. You know, we probably haven't explained it as well as I should have, but, you know, you give me a couple of drinks and I will. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. All right. The next question, I sort of, I wasn't sure whether I should ask you or not because it's a little bit personal, but seeing it's come from a chick that calls herself Hottie and she's in Brisbane, yeah. I thought I'd better yeah. just in case I ever bump into her. So she, okay, wants to, right, yeah. she says, last week in the write-up, you said you've been to jail. Um, how did that time change you as a person and how much of that person is in Bobo's character? Well, to be honest, you know, jails are a hard place. It's like a, it's like a smaller community cuts rates. I mean, there's lots of cuts rates in, in society that we know and have to deal with and blah, blah, blah. But walking into a jail, that first of all, it's not my state, and, and so I'm not real well known, blah, blah, blah. You've got to change your ways and you've got to really look over your shoulder and think about what you're doing, right? So, yes, indeed, it changed me. It made me more aware. It took away my, my sting and my flair. Um, that I, you know, my gait, my um, the way I, I got around, the way I, I did things. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, I, I, I cut my own, um, cut my own way in, in through jail and, and actually revered at the end of it. So when I, when I left jail, I guess you you've got to come back and you really got to think that you're being watched and, and for obvious reasons because they were obviously interested in things that I knew and people that I that I associated with. So, yeah, I guess I carried the characters um, being mindful of those things that adds an extra string to your bow, um, gives you a bit, bit more darkness. Um, but jail is, is, is death set, a really bad place to be, and sometimes I think for the wrong reasons. But I got good results out of it, and it was actually um, a bonus um, at the end of the day because it made me think about what I was doing more and uh, concerned about the, the good things in life instead of... Um, 
meet Robin Banks like I used to and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was just about to say, you did really well with that answer right until the, right, the end there, mate. <laughs> oh, you know, sometimes I just, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I just pull out a bit of gold from somewhere to, to chase the, the way of thinking, you know. You've really got to learn that word, alleged, mate. You've got to chuck alleged in, in front of no, things alleged, like that. Yeah, that's what I meant, alleged. See, now, thanks for that, Chris, because I didn't ever have that, that word in my vocabulary. <laughs> that's why you keep me around, mate, and I'll keep you out of the shit. I can see that burning in the back of my skull, alleged. <laughs> right, you should actually maybe tattoo it on your wrist, mate. It might might save you a bit of trouble in the future. Well, maybe I'll have to. Yes, good idea. <laughs> that, that advice is Chris. All right, then, Hottie, I hope that one um, that answered you well enough for you, Hottie. The next one we've got is from Chuck on the Gold Coast, and it's a very simple question. He wants to know who's the most famous person in your phone book, or in your phone, I guess, these days. Oh, mate, you know what? First of all... Um, What's his name again, sorry? Uh, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. First of all, I don't have a phone book. Don't need one, right? Secondly, my phone is so overrated. I smash one every week. Um, <laughs> so giving numbers for me is, is, it should be a legacy, but it's not. But um, the thing of people that I, that I have that I can just call up and blah, 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 um, Sam Worthington's uh, one that comes to mind that I, I work with. Oh, Sam yeah? Sam Stay. Yeah. Gary Sweet. Um, Koshi. Good old Koshy. Yeah, um, all those people. You know, I've got an array of people I've worked with over the years and um, and have touched them and have, you know, kept my number and they ring me when they need to. But I tell you, to be, to be honest with you, it's probably the, the, the most famous name and number I have in my phone would be uh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel, <laughs> Rebel Wilson? <Taller. laughs> well, you know, just, like, you know, there's so many to choose from. Depends on what you need on the day and yeah. who you want to talk to. <laughs> exactly. There you go. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, who would be the most famous? What did we come up with? Anything? Paul Fennick. There you go. Paulie Fennick. There you, go. you You can't go without saying him. Otherwise, he'll fucking no, he'll stop talking to you I'm again. Sure, I'm sure the Paul somewhere, you know, is, is somehow listening to this, um, you know, this uh, spray and. So I'd have to mention him. No, I think he would have to be the most famous, the, the most interesting person in my phone book. We love you, Paulie. <laughs> we love you, Paulie. <laughs> All right, mate. The final question comes at you from a gentleman by the name of Bones who's in a band called Disgust that I just took up to cans last weekend, actually. And he wants yeah, to know, right. if you had one album that was the soundtrack of your life, what would it be and why? Um, it would be, and it's from the past. I bought it when I was 13. It'd be Frank Zappa, apostrophe. Right. Why's that? Well, the reason for that is because as an extension of me, no matter where I go, his poetry in words and and in song are very similar to the way that I think. You know, like, and we'll give you an example. It's, yeah, this is one of my favourite songs, right? Of apostrophe. But it's the other guy. stuff and so he's pretty he's a great guitarist he's a great showman and 
matter of fact, I saw his son playing at the Enmore Theatre. He did all his all his stuff. Yep. Played all his guitars, and he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that, I actually I interviewed night. him before that show last year. Did you? What a great what a great little showman, you know, young man. Yeah, he was, a, he was an absolute gentleman, and he did his father's legacy proud. He did. Yeah, I saw it, and it was. What? Actually, brilliant uh, concert, and I thought it was sounded exactly identical to to what it is. So you, you have to agree with that, surely. Beautiful. All right, mate. Well, out of those, but that's a, Hello, not a bad bad looking bunch of questions this week. So out of them, who um who would you choose to get our shirt from our, our good buddies over at Grog Lords, who have incidentally just started pre-orders for our Metallica's Blackened whiskey? Yeah. Oh, awesome, awesome, mate. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to reserve a t-shirt soon. With your signature on it and theirs. <laughs> but um, my, the answer to that question is this: is the last the question about what um, album? Uh, most people, you know, what track? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, bones. That question. Yeah. Yeah, bones from Queensland somewhere. That has to be finals, Queensland. No, he's actually down yeah, the Gold bones. Coast, mate. He's um in, in a band I've just um started looking after. So we did a tour oh, with really? Cans up on the weekend, and the boys smashed it and went really well. That was um. That's probably one of the cleaner questions that he had that I could ask you, so I might well, try and slip a few more so in. There's plenty of time for an opportunity to, to run questions by me, and like you suggested, the clean and tidy ones, we do uh, as we hear, and the ones that we, we have to discuss a little bit or give them some more colour and flavour, we'll discuss when we're together. Sounds good to me, brother. That sounds very good. But that's it, that's it. Beautiful. Yes, so, you know, said, said the I think it's well deserved that even being brave enough to ask that question. I'll, I shall do that, mate. <laughs> And once again, thanks for joining us this week, mate. I apologise to you and to all of your fans for um, neglecting you last week, but it shan't happen again and we'll keep this train rolling regularly every week. Yeah. Oh, I just I want to thank uh, Luke, uh, Lachlan uh, Hulley, the young bloke from uh, Victoria. He's, just been, uh, he's, he's got a fan page, you know, of mine, and he, he sent me this book about radies and, um, and the card. Very, very nice, nice uh, kid. He's, um, he's not well. And I just wanted to thank him for what he's done. He's uh, actually a champion. So if you do, you know. What, what was his name again? Uh, Sorry, I think I think that cut out a little bit when you mentioned his name. What's his name? His name is Lachlan Harley. Lachlan Harley? Lachlan Harley. All right, Chewy, I'll see if our good mates at Grog Lords want to sling yeah. a shirt down for him as well. So let me yeah, know what right. size he is and we'll get him looked after as well. Mate, he's a champion. He gets rid he gets me in, in a wheelchair, so he's, um, you know, he'd probably really, really appreciate that. And I thank you for that, Chris. Now, what size T-shirt would he be, you reckon, mate? Large or medium? Um, I'd say probably medium. Right, yeah. No, but he's pretty safe, similar, and he can do what he wants with it. Okay. Yep, find out what he wants, okay. mate, and we'll make sure he gets one. Okay, all right, fair enough, we'll do that. And, and once again, I want to thank you, Chris, for being champion and, um, and organising all this. And I was just wondering if you got the poetry that I've written. Ah, uh, is that the email that Louise sent me last week? That's right, yeah, yep. Yep, I've just, um, I'll, I'm going to look that up as soon as I get ready to write this up, bro, and if it's not there, I'll give you a call and get you to resend it, but I'm pretty sure I've, I've got it stored away safely in the well, file just... that says Johnny Boxer. Yes, mate, that's it, champion. Beautiful, mate. Right, thanks Chris. again for your time. Thanks to Louise for uh, coordinating all this beautiful effort once again. Mate, you're welcome. You're more than welcome. Any any chance we get, we'd love to talk to you, okay? Beautiful, brother. And we shall talk to you next Thursday. You have yourself a good weekend, mate, and stay safe down there. Same to you, all right? All right, brother. See you, brother. Catch you soon. All right, bye. Bye, mate. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 